Don't you know that you so wrong, man? You're wrong and here's why. Chris and Greg don't see eye to eye. Like none of the time. Robert Covington sticks. I don't care what you think. How is LeBron James the king when he's ruining teams? Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. Chris Horwardell, joined by Greg Crone. Gregory, how's it going? Bah, yeah, it's one of those days. One of those months, one of those lifetimes as a Philadelphia sports fan. And, you know, we're just riding along as per usual. It just, it just 100 days until the NFL regular season starts, I think is what I saw today on Twitter. So uh, That was actually, that was even, posted yesterday, so I believe it was 99 days. better. Let's get the football. Let's get to football. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm super excited about this football season. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's just, it, it's funny. Maybe it's a grass is always greener type situation because I guess during football, I'm like, man, I can't wait till the summer. But then you realize, like, as an adult, the summer just means so much less. Dude, I cut my lawn today. And it was, I cut it at 10 o'clock or 1030 this morning. It was 87 degrees outside, but it needed yeah, it, it needed here. to be cut, and it was just going to get hotter as the day went on. Adults in the heat, terrible, terrible. Mm-hmm. I need, like, moderate climate 24-7, just moderate. How do I find a place like that? People that move to Florida, you're insane. You're insane. Uh, living in Southern California where it's 97 every day, couldn't do it's, it. Here, here's what I'll say about that, though. It is a very different 97. Than it is other places. The dry heat, because you have very, very little humidity. And I've I've said this a million times, and you know, recent events have done nothing but reinforce my position on it. I will take 105 in California over 82 and humid in other places. Humidity is a killer. It does. It definitely factors in. I'm just kind of over. I'm kind. I'm just over the summer. The summer's going to cost me more money. It means yeah. which vacations are they are that we don't do anything crazy. So it is what it is. But France, yeah, three exactly, weeks in France, exactly. So it is what it is. But it's just like, ugh, my god. There's just so there's too much to do. So much going on. Like I, I just have parties all the time coming up, all the time. I don't have well, the patience for this because you're very popular. Yeah, that's what it is. You love the parties. I did, yeah, that's me, Mr. Party uh, Party Animal. That's what they called me. That was yep. always my nickname. Uh, it still is, Mr. Party Animal. <laughs> it's how we refer to you. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot. Like all of a sudden, there are, there's like thirty more tasks every single week you have to get done. You're spraying for bugs in the backyard. <sighs> You're just all kinds of nonsense. I have to, I have to take my doors off the hinges. Uh, I have to take three of my doors off the hinges this weekend and sand them down because when we had the the floor put in, it it was on top of the other one. So three different doors kind of get stuck in places. Yeah. And that's just something I have to do. Just be in my garage in the heat, sanding down doors. My house does the same stuff. Different doors throughout the house had to be like, like modified, like seriously modified. So, because in the winter, it'd be different than how it would work in the summer. And it's like, what? What are we doing? Well, at least I imagine your doors all close as they're supposed to. That was a big, uh, a big sticking point for us here because a lot of the doors, just the door jams just aren't lined up correctly. Well, that's a problem for you. So we were, that's uh, for sure. We, they were, it was supposed to be corrected, but some of them were, some of them were not, Gregory. So, for instance, uh, my our guest bathroom on the first floor, if people go in there and they don't know to push it harder than they think they need to and hear the click. If the dog comes up, he can just open that. That is, that's typically a problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, uh, that happened with uh, Alexa's grandmother. Oh, geez. <laughs> that's, I mean, ultimate nightmare scenario. But I did have someone, we had... Just a small group of people over, mostly just, actually, it was really just family, 
uh, on Saturday, uh, and someone opened up the bathroom door on me. Luckily, I was finishing. Like, I was done. I was literally, like, I had just washed my hands, and I was just drying them, and I was walking out the door. But it's like, whew, why are we not knocking? What's oh, going on here? I've got a great story about that. We were, we were in California. It was, uh, it was in Moran. There is, you know what Restoration Hardware is. Yes. Uh, we, but there are these like fancy Restoration Hardwares that have like it's a super, super high end showroom, and then on the top floor there's like a high, high level restaurant. And for some reason, while Alexa's parents were visiting, they were like, "Yeah, we should, you know, we should. Uh, that's where we're gonna go." And whatever it was, you know, it was an interesting experience. Yeah. But so I, as I have to do all the time, because my insides broke on a trip from from uh, O'Hare to California one day when we just couldn't get off the plane, and Jimmy Garoppolo was there. Mm-hmm. That's a fun story. Um, <laughs> I like I I have to go to the bathroom a lot. Like, I just, I, I don't hold it very well yeah. for whatever reason. Like, it's a lot better than it was when it happened, but, like, it's just an issue. And I, I'm also, I don't ever want to push it because of the sheer amount of pain that I was in. Oh, yeah. So, I was like, oh, this is, it's going to be a nice bathroom. I'll just go find the bathroom. I'm going to go here. Go to the bathroom. It's very nice inside the, the Restoration Hardware showroom. And um, I'm just, you know, sitting there, whatever, trying to go to the bathroom. On Twitter or something, and a couple minutes pass, and somebody—I guess somebody—got one of the employees to open the door. Oh, that's good. Because they—I guess they thought there was nobody <laughs> in there and it was locked, but nobody knocked on the door. No, of course not. Why would they? So, and to put this in perspective, I'm sitting. The the toilet's on the back wall. And I'm facing, I'm facing the door. The door is probably eight to ten feet away from me. Oh no! So I have to, yeah, yeah. So I hear somebody, <laughs> I hear keys jiggling in that door. I, I see it start to open. I have to get up off the toilet, dive, and die. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like I almost wish that I didn't, and just to see what I could have gotten out of them. I mean, because like, what the hell? Yeah, but. That's serious. Uh, that feels like a lawsuit, but uh, yeah, it was it was an interesting experience. And and then like I knew those those d bags who had somebody go look were just still standing over to the side, so they were just watching me come out. That's uh, oh my god! <laughs> it was uh, a fun experience. That is like the ultimate the ultimate like why why is this happening? Yeah, and there were two Ugh. bathrooms. There should be. <laughs> there were two bathrooms. Like, I don't, like, I'll did you get confused? Understand. Did you knock on the other one? How did like how did we get to this point? Is my question. Thank God that they were coming. F- like the, the mirror was on my left, so if the mirror would have been on my right, with the way the door opened, they would have been able to see in through the mirror. Once they got that little crack, yeah. Luckily, that didn't happen. Oh dear God! <laughs> but. Yeah, so I, I was at a super nice restaurant, and some employee tried to walk in on me going on the bath, going to the bathroom. That sounds like an absolute nightmare. Like it was an a, like a the weird absolute experience. highest of fears you could possibly have. Yeah, Nothing like, good is going on there. What the hell, man? Like what the hell? I don't. It's not like. Look, I don't always dress very nicely. I tend to dress like a child. So and and you know whatever. I was dressed nicely. This wasn't like some kid was in there like smoking the marijuana or something like that. Right, of course. Like, like th- there's no real reason for they, like there's no extenuating circumstances. They're like, oh, we got to come in here. Yeah, and how about like knock on the door and be like, hey, is anyone in there? Yeah, it wouldn't be that complicated. <laughs> Seems like it would have been the first thing I did before going to check a bathroom. Well, now you're asking a lot. I really, and <laughs> I had that moment where like. Am I gonna start screaming at these people? Yes, and I. As you I, should. But here, the only reason I didn't is because, like, how uncomfortable Alexa and her family are with any sort of confrontation. Yeah, I could see that. So we would have had like, to. We would have had to leave. Like, we wouldn't have even been able to go eat. 
like I'm a normal person, so I agree. I probably would have been a very, I, I'm, a, I'm, you know, I, I'm not going to argue uh, or get into some sort of yelling match with anyone when it comes to this. So I can understand not wanting to. Oh, my, in, my instinct was not to to be passive in that situation. Oh, that feels uh, that feels like a you issue. No, I think it's a it's a justifiable issue. Well, I'm not saying it's not. That does make sense. I'd be pissed. If that was the case, so yeah, I get but that. So what entirely. you're saying is you would be pissed off, but then just be like, well, it happens. Well, I'm for sure not going to. I just, I wouldn't be yelling at them. That would probably be wait. That would probably be where I'm just like, eh, you know. Oh, I would kind start of it is what yelling. it is situation. <laughs> I would start by yelling. That, yeah, that, that is my, that is my level one. I have zero. I have zero interest in most public uh, altercations. So, you know, that's just me. Well, we are different in that regard. Very uh, much so. Very, very much so. I, I do not mind the attention, and I'm happy to share my opinion where it is uh, wanted or not. I don't think there's anything worse than attention. The I'll thing- be honest. <laughs> that, that's it's funny thing. saying that into a microphone, sitting in an office in my house, yeah. knowing that there will be... Several hundreds, uh, potentially thousands of people that hear this. Yeah. But it, uh, one unwanted attention or a really wanted attention is just, it's the worst. It, that's part of it is like, uh, yeah, having kids, there's constant attention. Or at least it feels like it because of anxiety. It feels like there's constant attention on you whenever you're out and something's not going to plan. Um, oh, God. I, I couldn't. In that situation, if if my there's no way I'd be arguing with the person, I would have I would have made a a a, a sarcastic comment and moved along with my day. No, well, okay, it, and this is kind of like uh, ancillary to that. Sure, but I, like I've also been a person who's worked a lot of shitty retail jobs <laughs> where I had to be like. Oh, of course, sir. Of course, sir. Yes, you're. Oh, you're obviously right. Yeah, that's that. You gave me that much money, and I, I should of course give you that change. Or you're right. I, I'm, I'm wrong. I don't know what I'm doing. We definitely have those items in the back, and we were just keeping them from you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm very sensitive to situations where people can't defend themselves when people are being assholes, and those are situations I, I thrive in. I yeah, I could see you thriving in that in, in in those types of arguments. I've told the post office story many times, so I won't reiterate that one, but I was more than happy to stand up for that nice lady at the post office. The one that really that I regret because just because it was kind of like it's more than just yelling at it was we were at a we were at an ice cream store in the summer, well probably like September, uh handles and uh we we're just getting ice cream. And we're waiting for our order. And, you know, all those stores are manned by 16 to 19-year-olds. Yeah. Who, like, a lot of them, very timid and aren't going to say anything. This guy gets his blizzard. Whatever they call it. Twister, I don't remember. His blizzard equivalent. And, like, he starts going off on this, like, 15-year-old girl. Well, that's because people have zero filters. About, that's... like, he's like, there weren't enough, I don't, I don't remember what the topping was. For argument's sake, let's call it Reese's Pieces. But he's like, there aren't any, there aren't enough Reese's Pieces in here. What are you doing? Are you cheating me? And he just, like, starts at a 10. It's not like, hey, uh, you know, there's, this is like, there's not really anything in here. Is there any way you could remake it? It's like, he just starts screaming at this child. And the thing I wanted to do more than anything else, and Alexa had to, like, talk me down on a little bit to not respond in any way. I wanted very much to just take my ice cream, dump it on his head, and tell him <laughs> to get the fuck out of there. Like, yeah, I have so no badly. interest in that kind of confrontation. So badly. Because that's the thing about bullies, too, is they, they don't know what to do in most situations when they're, somebody stands up to them. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's why they pick true. on fifteen-year-olds. I'll never. Oh God, I, you could screw up almost anything that you're handing me, in terms of in terms of like food or something like that. I'm never, almost never going to complain or argue. Almost never, unless it's really severely incorrect. Then maybe 
And that's even a strong maybe. I'm not a complainer, but, you know, if if something is grossly wrong, I, I will just be like, hey, you know, I don't think this is exactly what I ordered. Is there any way we can get this, uh, if we could fix this? And be reasonable about it and understand that, the, one, the person who brought it to you probably didn't make the error. Yeah. And, like, they, they don't fucking know. They didn't check your hamburger for temperature. Yeah, of course. I would be concerned if they did. That would be very bizarre. <laughs> yeah. It'd be He's, really bizarre. Like, sticks a meat thermometer in there, and it's like, oh, that looks about good. Um, that's a solid medium well. <laughs> I don't Just know. it with his finger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right, exactly right. Perfect. Yeah, he's, he's like, that bounces back correctly. Ugh. Meanwhile, like, blowing his nose. Uh, Disgusting. I don't know, man. It's, I don't have any problem with... It's as long as people are reasonable. And in, in my experience, 98 times out of 100, and this, is, this applies to customer service stuff as well, 98 times out of 100... If you're reasonable with people about a problem you're having, they're going to be reasonable with you and most times try and help you. Yeah, usually. And there's every, every once in a while where they're not. But yeah, if you, if you just don't come across as a jerk, I think that, I think that becomes self-explanatory of why they want to help you. Yeah, I, would, I probably told this story on the show, but I had to get a cord from my speaker and I called yes. the guy. And like, he literally thanked me for not being rude to him. Yeah. See, that's nice. Because like, most people sad. are rude. It's sad that you have to, you're thankful that somebody isn't a complete asshole. Most people are, though. That's the problem. Which is why we can circle it all back to the NBA. I, I, I cannot believe. Look at you Boston. getting the show on the rails. Well, no, I'm just this, is, this just, is your hosting, uh, your hosting skills from Better's Delight taking effect. Well, we, no, it's because it's because I knew I wanted to talk about this at some point, and then talking about people being assholes brings it all the way back. I cannot believe the Boston fucking Celtics are playing for the NBA championship, and their fans mostly assholes. Uh-huh. That's really where I'm at with that. Yeah, but also, like Miami fans, also not great. Yeah, but I'd I'd much I don't you don't hear from Miami fans because they yeah. don't actually exist. Well, it is funny to watch Miami games and how empty the building is at the start of the game. Oh, even for Game Seven, yeah, the begin- it was it was empty. Got to be uh, got to be casually late. Yeah, like fellow fashionably late action. Yeah, but I just I I am so like. Everything about this just bothers me. The Sixers' failures mixed with watching a team that didn't have to tank yeah, go back to the championship. It's just, I, I just pray. I, mean, I really you, you just know they pray. picked very high multiple years in a row. Yeah, but it wasn't because of a purposeful tanking. Wait, like, is that better or worse? I think that's fine. That's how you build a team. But is it so they they were they tried to be competitive and they just sucked and that's somehow better than intentionally being bad? Yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. That's effort. That's effort. I'm trying I'm looking at this. And look, they've they've certainly hit on draft picks too, but they as we've discussed in the past, they've also gotten lucky in some ways. For instance, uh Sam Hankey backing out of the trade that would essentially look for for that number 3 pick in the draft. True. Very true. And uh, that that's an interesting, like, what if in a lot of ways. Because as we know, the uh, the Sixers would have taken Chris Brown, what, Chris Dunn, which means oh God. Chris Dunn originally drafted by Portland, right? So Tatum would have been a trailblazer? Yeah, it's not. Uh, if only, buddy. Oh, if, I mean, Jalen Brown would have been a trailblazer. But regardless, still. If, if, if that could only be the case. Honestly, I don't. The problem I have with the Celtics is that they're just not a team I hate. How? I don't mind Jason Tatum. I, I like. I like Jason Tatum. I don't mind Jalen Brown. I like how Marcus Smart plays. I that is one guy, Marcus Smart. But I need to go look at this because he's a guy when he was coming out of school, I desperately wanted on the Sixers. Okay, State, baby. Yeah, de- I desperately wanted him on the Sixers. And it just, he went sixth overall to the Celtics in 2014. Mm-hmm. And we took Joel Embiid. So, yeah. not great. I'm, I'm waiting not for the complaining tra- on that one. Not a great trade off for us, honestly. Um, 
you know, one guy's the heart of a team, the other guy pretends to be, gets injured oh constantly. Um, he literally had two different surgeries today that he played through in the in the playoffs. I, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe we should on have taken both Dan- hands. Maybe we should have taken Dante Exum. That probably was the pick there. Dante. So the Celtics pick number one trade back to number three in 2017. In 2016, they pick number three. In 2015, they pick. They must have traded this pick. Uh, they pick 16 and they hit on Rogier. Yeah. In 2014, they, as you said, pick number six. They get Marcus Smart. Let's see. Was 2013 a bad year? 2013. Probably. 2013. <laughs> Uh, traded to Atlanta. They would have picked 16th again, and that pick was uh, ended up being Lucas Bebe Nagaria, the uh, well, Bra- the Brazilian center. Chris, pick- everybody knows if you're in that if you're in that range, if you're in the 16 to 22 range, you're in no man's land. That's how that works, right? That's when you just lose on purpose for the remainder of the like the next five seasons. Well, and luckily, <laughs> so the gentleman to go one pick in front of uh, Bebe Nagaria was a uh, a Greek wing named Antetokounmpo. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Just it, it's maybe it's just it's just the proximity, it's the amount of success the New England region has in like the last 25 years, really relatively my entire life if we're being honest in terms of sports. Like it's it's just everything. It's just absolutely everything. I just can't stand them. I can't stand them. Well, I mean, how much of that is just the Patriots? I, I mean, I, sure, that's that's a part of it. I don't necessarily hate the Patriots as much as I hate the Celtics. I don't know why. I guess I do. I don't know. I just hate. I hate Boston. Wait, you don't hate the Patriots as much as you hate the Celtics? That's I think, insane. I, I think it's because of the direct, the direct like. Uh, very often competition between my team and the Celtics. The, the Patriots, the Patriots Eagles, may or may not have allegedly cheated the Eagles out of a Super Bowl. Yeah, it was definitely all the cheating. That was for sure what it was. It wasn't bad clock management. It wasn't. It wasn't any of that stuff. I mean, down the they, stretch they of did a game. literally get fined for the Spygate stuff. It's, I, again, again, that's fine. I, I it literally got fined for it. So let's not pretend like it didn't happen. But let's but let's also be fair. We the, the ball don't lie. The the universe brought that back. The universe brought that one all the way back. And somehow and we, Nick Foles beat Tom Brady. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what we're that's all we're worried about. We got did, that one back. Did you see uh Malcolm Jenkins on that that cold tub show that uh that Kevin Hart does? No. He was talking about how he was upset that he didn't get a moment on the podium after the Super Bowl. And, you know, the defensive captain, heart of the defense, probably should have. Yeah. But for some reason, he wasn't allowed up. It was, uh, it was Ertz and Foles and, you know, the rest of those guys. And uh, Kevin Hart also tried to get up onto the podium, but was also uh, turned back. A very drunk Kevin Hart, oh, if, yeah. uh, if I recall. Yeah, that is correct. And he was talking about like they were just doing all kinds of tequila in the in the suite. Well, of course, why wouldn't you? It's a Super Bowl. What it's you want to remember Bowl. it? Yeah, yeah especially that one. I mean, come on. Nice. In fairness, no. I think the expectation would like the Eagles. It was Nick Foles against Tom Brady, so it could have gone disastrously wrong. Almost did. Probably well, should have. Well, I mean, it could. That could have been forty-two to fourteen. Oh, easily. Absolutely. Absolutely. But instead, one of the greatest Super Bowls in NFL history. Yeah, I would I would say so. I would absolutely say so. <sighs> it's to me I I I, I ha- it has to be the amount of times that they play. Just the amount of times that they play, they're in our division, it's that kind of thing. It's it's what brings me back to just hating the Celtics more than the Patriots. And because we've recently gotten over on them. I think that has to be it. The only team I really hate is the Raptors. Uh, yeah. Pascal Siakam is such a cheap shot jackass. Well. And I'm not just talking about the elbow. I blame Doc Rivers as much as anything for that. But in the previous series, he tried to trip Joel. Like, he's just dirty. 
And nowhere near as good as people pretend. No, agreed. There's a very serious uh, Kawhi, uh, like the the Kawhi rub on him that made it made it seem like he was a lot better than he really was. Well, he was a great second option. Yeah, for the guy who was like potentially the MVP of the league. Oh, he should have been if he was. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. He was a robot in the in the playoffs. Just unbelievable. And uh, he's the reason the, the Clippers are as dangerous as they are moving forward if that guy just ever gets healthy. Hey, we're going to find out by tomorrow if the Nets are going to officially defer this pick so we can start thinking about who we're taking at 23. Uh, great. I can't wait. Another guy who's going to spend most of his time in the G League. Yeah. And then turn into a, super, <laughs> and then turn into a superstar like Tyler Yeah, because we, we do that all the time. I mean, we've had this conversation a lot. They've done strikingly well with picks in the 20s in recent I, <laughs> Recent history. I, I don't believe it, but I'll take your word for it. How do you not believe it? It's simply fact. Mm, all right, I'll give it to you. Thank you. You're wrong <laughs> here Yet another point for me. So if I rem- the score, I believe 178 points for me. I think uh, reluctantly it conceded one to you. And I think I've given like two or three to Allie. Uh, yeah, I think she's gotten a few. So... You're still in third, but <laughs> moving on up. I'll take it. I'll take how, it. How do you feel about this NBA Finals? I'm excited for it. Me too. I love. I love the idea of the the Warriors running it back. Mm-hmm. I just for some reason to me they were such a fun team when they were at their peak, and this is sort of that you know, hey guys, we we still exist sort of run, um, which I I I truthfully like I I sincerely enjoy watching it, um. It's it's hard. Like I don't think there's really the only player you can really kind of hate on that team is Draymond. But even him, him, yeah, I, I was gonna say even him. Like I don't really mind him. It's not really, it, it's not really like I don't get upset at any of that. Like he's he talks trash. He plays hard. You know, he's a passionate guy, and that's just kind of the way it is. Yeah. Um, and there's an alternate timeline where they're the 76ers right now. So. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. I Had guess. Be, well, that's. The Philadelphia Warriors moved to moved oh, to Oakland, gotcha, and became the Golden State Warriors. So, literally, that team used to be a, the Philadelphia franchise. Have you ever seen? Because I saw it for the first time two days ago. Have you ever seen the Philadelphia Warriors logo? No. Google it. All right. Let's pull up the old Google. It would not fly in 2022. Oh well, hey, no, it would not. <laughs> Oh, my. Luckily, they didn't have the technology to put this on a jersey back then. Yeah, it was. I mean, that was like 1950 or something like that. But, yeah, would not fly in 2022. Like, for those people who aren't looking it up right now, think about how, think about, like, the Indians or or the Redskins and how, like, how offensive that has ever been. Then multiply it by about <laughs> 25. Yeah, it is. My word. <laughs> it is. It's stereotypical. Almost, it's almost jarring when you <laughs> yes, first see it. it. Like, what? I know, and I kind of want the t-shirt, but you literally can't uh, wear it you anywhere. you can't. I don't you even know what you would do anywhere. with it. No. It's like, one it's, you just kind of have so in a drawer. Offensive. Oh, it's unbelievably offensive. Wow. I never knew that. I didn't either. I just, I only saw it the other day. And I only saw it because I was on some website that does like, like, uh, classic team T-shirts and stuff. Yeah. And I was looking at the Philadelphia A's stuff and the Philadelphia Stars, and even the Steagles, and they didn't list the the Warriors. And I was like, I wonder why that is. So I looked it up, and you can <laughs> buy. There's some, someone is selling it on Etsy. T-shirts of it on Etsy. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, you crazy. cannot wear it anywhere. That's yeah, yeah, no, you really you really can't. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Like there would be there would just be boycotts nonstop. It would never it'd be a never ending boycott. And justifiably so. Well yeah, of course. <laughs> oh my gosh. But uh so I'm glad I could bring that to your life. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I am real. I am really excited about this, though. I think this is going to be a lot of fun because the Warriors are just—they're a really fun team to watch play. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that this is a—I think it's just a really fun, like, 
it, it's a fun way to play basketball and to watch it. And they sort of brought they sort of brought in the uh, positionless basketball type era, and people have tried to copy sort of their model since then. And it's been successful, and it's. I really look forward to seeing if they can bring it back and go, you know, go 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 back and get it one more time. Like they all stayed together, they at least the three you know top guys. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just really, it's really funny. Like I, I'm excited for them. I'm excited to see this play out, and I hope that the rest helps them as opposed to hurts them coming up on Thursday. And they've made smart moves to add on to that core as well. Yeah. And, and not to mention they're playing without James Wiseman this year. Yeah, exactly. But Andrew Wiggins was an all-star this year. Um, whether or not he should have been is another conversation. Jordan Poole, most improved player in basketball. That is just a good, good developmental team. Yeah. Again, good teams stay good for a reason. Bad teams stay bad. That's how it works. You should not. To, like, sorry, I was gonna say. The, I, I know the Warriors have were very, very bad for a very long time. Um, mm-hmm. But this is a situation where, like, they've they've stayed good. Like, they've stayed good and sustained pretty solid success since. Uh, I guess since really Steph and and Clay kind of emerged and i mean clay was the 11th pick in the draft something like that absolutely this is another case of just how much not just one player can change a team but poor choices by other franchises can change a team's trajectory forever because i mean we know the minnesota timberwolves took two point guards back to back and then steph curry went after that how dare you disrespect Johnny Flynn hey, and I, Ricky Rubio? I love Ricky Rubio, uh, and and Johnny Flynn is in fact a basketball player who was very yes. good in college. Ugh, the six overtime game, Syracuse UConn. Yeah, it was great, but you know <laughs> how how different is that team if instead of Johnny Flynn, an undersized, I don't know, uh, uh, undersized combo guard, they take. A top ten point guard of all time, a top ten player of all time, probably. Yeah. In in Steph Curry, and he could have paired with Rubio perfectly well. I mean, easily, easily. It would add actually. You you might be talking about uh, the Timberwolves having several titles in this situation. God, so who was on the two thousand and nine? Let's just say two thousand twenty ten Minnesota Timberwolves. Well, I mean, you really gotta you gotta look at the twenty eight team. The 2008 team. No, I'm talking about what the roster would look like in 2010. With, with Steph. Yeah. If it's... So you have Kevin Love there. Wait, what What year did I get to? <laughs> no, I want 2000. I want the previous season. 2009, 2010. Because Johnny Flynn's on there. I mean, you're talking Al Jefferson, but that's five years in Al Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Wayne Allen. Kind of, kind of still mattered. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kevin Love. That's not, the, yeah, I mean, like, I, dude, that's a team. That's a, that's Al a Jefferson, young Jefferson, Kevin Love, and Steph Curry. Get and you Rubio. Far. Rubio and was Rubio. a renowned, a renowned guy coming into being drafted, international sort of superstar hype. Not as high as Luca, but definitely up there. Did did something happen to Ruby? What are we? What happened? Did he stay overseas for a year? Why wasn't he on this twenty nine? Twenty nine. Either that or he was injured. Was he even on the roster? I don't even see him on the roster. Yeah, I don't either. Basketball Reference. Well, this is very easy. We'll go to. I go to ten. See Rubio. Uh. Who and I don't see Rubio. I'm very confused. Yeah, yeah, he played for FC Barcelona for the next two seasons as agreed yeah, upon he, the Timberwolves. Yeah, he was a rookie in 2011, 2012. 2011, 2012, right? I wonder if the I mean, you do that because they drafted Johnny Flynn. Uh, I'm sure that was I'm sure that was 100 percent predetermined that he he almost certainly didn't have a buyout in this contract. No, no way. Uh, Dante Exum, hilarious. He's a, he's the starting small forward on FC Barcelona currently. That's oh. funny. I'm sure he'll be make a lot of money playing internationally. Who's the guy I'm thinking of? Oh man, 
He never really worked out in the NBA, but he he had some years. His guy I thought was going to be absolutely fantastic. Rudy Fernandez. Probably. That's actually almost exactly who I'm thinking of. Rudy Fernandez. Wants to see the picture. Yeah, uh, I think that is exactly who I'm thinking of. Unbelievable international player. Uh, super athletic, bouncy 6'5", 6'6", wing. Yeah. Shoots the three well. No defense whatsoever. But... He came along at the wrong time. If he would have come along today, I th- he has a much better career. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of coming, uh, coming along today, uh, what's the guy's name? Vasily Mitrich, former, mm. former Philadelphia 76er property. Vasily Mitrich, two-time EuroLeague MVP now, uh, is uh, planning on coming over next year. And the Thunder are likely to trade him just to acquire more assets. Wow. Since he's going to be 29 or something. I mean, hey, listen. That's I, – I don't even know what to think, if I'm being perfectly honest. He was a toss-in, and I was mad that he was a toss-in in that trade. I guess. I don't I, – the, the, the Sixers just bother me. Everything about them. It really, you hide it pretty well. Oh, yeah? I, I figured I did a good job uh, – you know, covering up for a lot of that stuff. So that makes sense. Yeah, I don't, I've never really gotten that from you that that was a team that bothered you in any way. Two time Euro League Finals MVP, Vasily Mijic. <laughs> uh, just another, another miss. Another big well, he swing was, and a miss. I mean, he was a hit. He was a, a late, he was a second round pick and guy just happened to stay overseas for a while, but Won a couple of uh, international... I thought that was always the plan. Ricky Sanchez, buddy. We stash him. Won a couple of international MVPs. And up until, actually, this year in EuroLeague, he shot pretty poorly. But he's he turned into a pretty good three-point shooter other than that. You oh, he took 8.7 threes a game. That's too many. Well, I mean, is it really too many in today's NBA? Well, it's... it's so, he took 8.7 in his... Percentage dropped. He took, let's say, he took six point three in Turkish Super League in sixteen games. I guess this, the the thirty percent is six games in Euro League, so it's a small sample size. But in the Turkish Super League, he took six point three a game and shot forty four percent from three. That goes up to eight point seven in Euro League, which is obviously better than the Turkish Super League. So yeah, that drops to thirty percent. I mean. But it's in six games, so you can't really draw. That's a hard, yeah. That's a hard thing for to to really judge it by small sample size for and sure. Not yeah. I, you know, I wish this guy was coming off the bench for the Sixers. I <laughs> I wish anyone other than the people currently coming off the bench for the Sixers were coming off the bench for the Sixers. Hey, B-ball, Paul. Oh God. I I think Paul Reed needs to play more just because he's the only guy the 76ers have that potentially brings energy. Not the only guy they had this year, however. Drum? Oh, yeah. He, at least, maybe not from an energy standpoint. I kind of judged what you were going to say thinking is an actual backup center. But uh, just a guy who could actually come in and not just get completely run off the court. And I'm fine with that. If if B-Ball Paul, as you affectionately called him. Not just me, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, sure. But if I didn't could come actually, up with that just now. If he, yeah, if he could actually do that, that'd be fantastic. It'd be fantastic. Well, Drummond just, it's tough to judge things by Andre Drummond because he had no right signing the deal that he signed here. He literally did it because of Doc Rivers and their relationship. The guy literally averaged 15 and 12 for, uh, in, for the entire 2020-21 season. Oh, yeah, I mean, he should be a starter anywhere, like anywhere yeah. else in the league. It just, yeah. just so happens the league has gone in a direction that doesn't like players like him. You mean very talented rebounders who can also get baskets on the other end? No, let's not pretend like he can get baskets on the other uh, end. We watched, we watched Andre Drummond take some, and I like Andre Drummond, and I loved having him on the team. But the for every great pass he made, he made four that just made you furious. And for every good finish around the basket, there were three where he clearly had no plan. Yeah, well, that's all right. Yeah, you're probably you're probably right there. I'll give you that. You know he fancied himself like the best passing big man in all of, of the NBA. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to argue you there. That's 100% true. 
And yet for his career, he's got more turnovers than assists. Yeah. I'm, I'm perfectly, uh, I'm perfectly going to agree with that. But with that said, would be thrilled to have him back next year. Uh, obviously you're not going to get him back next year because guy doesn't take a cheap deal to sign with a team that he wants to play for the coach only to be traded and then go back. No, that, that would almost never happen. That's uh, yeah, it's not how the, this works. And, Man, it really did stink when we lost him. It stunk when we lost him. It stunk when we lost Seth. But, you know, they made the deal they had to make, and now they have to figure out how to put pieces around these guys. Uh, Honestly, the biggest issue, and it will stay the biggest issue, pieces around them, fine, from a starting lineup, whatever you want to say. Mm -hmm. The biggest issue was always going to be the bench. And that's that's what I meant when I was saying pieces around them. Sorry if that wasn't clear. No, no, no. That's it's the bench has always been the problem. It's been the problem for forever. Mm-hmm. They never have enough depth, and depth wins in the NBA. You look at both teams that are playing in the in the finals. The Warriors have depth, draft, you know, good signings, trade pieces, those types of things. The Celtics, same sort of thing. The Celtics so, are not as deep though. They're not as deep, but they're deeper than the Sixers. Yeah, they. I'll tell you what. The Celtics were the beneficiaries of one of the weirder trades of the year when they got Derek White for basically nothing. Yeah, Josh, uh, what's your Josh Richardson. Yeah, Josh Richardson. Like, Derek White's a really good basketball player. And somehow they got him for Josh Richardson. Exactly. I, I, I do not understand this. And also, poor Dennis Schroeder got a Celtics tattoo and then they traded him. It's a bad one. It's a bad one. Never get a tattoo of something that can be... Uh, Something that can be taken away. That's yeah. if you want to get a tattoo, get a cool port, like a picture or like a landscape. Like Better's delight logo. Yeah, Better's delight logo. Those types of things. That's that's what you do. Get a Better's delight logo, and this is legally binding. Oh. Get a Better's delight logo. Find Matt Crone, and he'll buy you a car. That uh, that wow. Okay, <laughs> I mean, we're certainly putting a lot on him, but I think that's certainly possible. Certainly a real thing. I I think, I think he, that's fine. He's I'm not hearing anyone argue. I, I I would never argue if we're being fair. Uh, how do you think the last couple episodes of Better Slide is gone? Uh better. You know, better. Uh, they they've come out, which is nice. Um, overall, <laughs> had to get oh, that little dig in. <laughs> absolutely, one hundred percent. Um, no, overall, it's been it's been good. The show's been fun. The video's been fun. Uh, you know, there's been comments on the YouTube. There's been, it's just been, uh, you know, I, I like doing the show. The banter's great. We've had a couple fill-in guests over the past few weeks. Uh, but you know, everything's sort of motoring along and now it's going to get even trickier because you're going to be losing the NBA, uh, within the next two weeks. You're going to lose the mm-hmm. NHL within the next three weeks. Now you're down to ba- like basically baseball assorted international soccer that's on sort of the off schedule darts the WNBA yeah but even darts is tough so and looking at it now like the last 16 weeks we've had the premier league every thursday mm-hmm. well that came to an end so the premier league has its finals day um its playoff night is monday june 13th and then everything else in terms of in terms of tournaments is a lot of you know fridays and saturdays start days and so those lines aren't out yet because the draws aren't made for a lot of those until the day before the tournament. So like oh, this weekend, the U that this weekend is the U.S. Darts Masters. It's in Madison Square Garden. There's unfortunately a previous event preventing me from going, or I would have been there. Um, but it's it's you know those lines won't be out yet in time for the show uh, as of you know as of when we tape it, they won't be out for that. So like that kind of comes off the table. So really. You know, you're stuck to online live league and any of that other stuff, except for maybe when like the majors come around and in a little bit closer to the uh, the middle of the year, but or the middle of the summer. But we'll see. Yeah, and then you guys have been doing it for a while, though. You've you've been there before. You got you guys understand what waters you're treading into. Well, it is interesting though. The last two summers we've had relatively major soccer tournaments that have come up. Well, and There's, and I guess you had basketball some a couple summers ago. True, and the Olympics, which helped as well. So, like we we had um, 
you know, the World Cup and then the Euro that was delayed a year because of COVID. Yeah. We we sort of had those those buffers in those summers uh to get to get us kind of through or maybe it wasn't the World Cup. Maybe it was the Olympics. I think that's what it was actually. It was the Olympics and then the Euros um that that kept us through for a lot of that. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of digging deep, some tennis action. Uh I know Zed gave out a Gaelic games pick. Uh, Gaelic football pick the other day. Like there's, there's gonna be. Uh, you're really gonna have to find some money in the crumbs. It's gonna be hard for somebody to come back on Mike with how big of a lead he has. But we're gonna certainly try. I just like to get a winning week under my belt for season three. I've lost, I think, every week. I haven't looked at the numbers for this week, but I think I've been down units every single week through the first twelve weeks of the season. So it hasn't been good. Forget about catching Mike. Nobody's catching me for second place, and I'm negative. Uh, that's true. I don't know. Matt had a good run uh, two weeks ago. And honestly, uh, the line just wasn't out yet, but he would have hit golf playoffs again, back-to-back weeks. But it just wasn't. It never came out prior to the, the tournament being available, so we had to scrap it. I'm sure there will be a hefty argument on this week's episode about it. <laughs> well, it, it did well. I was I was worried that the numbers would be down a little bit because when we hit a bigger number on 76 – we had major audio issues with Mike. Uh, those issues, the internet. Yeah, well, those issues not there for seventy-seven, and uh, the numbers are a little bit better right now. We'll see where they settle, but a little bit better right now. There are two dislikes, um, so that's Listen, a new. You're gonna, you're gonna new have record haters. as well. <laughs> yeah, I. You're gonna have haters. The comments are getting meaner, which I think means we're doing a better job. I did um, notice that there is. There's some, uh, there's, there's commentary about Matt's outfit, commentary about Matt's, uh, general overall look. It's more and more stuff on Mike's internet. Yeah. When the comments get meaner, that's how, you know, you've really hit certain patches of the internet. That headband is just a bad choice. Yes. Yeah. Someone, they, I won't say who, but someone was compared to if Pat McAfee just completely gave up. Zed has um, never looked better. That was an accurate statement. That one's not even mean. That one's just accurate. Yes, there was a person looks like Pat McAfee if McAfee completely let himself go and stopped working out. It's a rough one. It's a rough one. Uh, yeah. Um, but hey, engagement's engagement. Absolutely. I'll take it all day. I think it's been going well. I think it's been going well. I like the direction of the show. We just need to we need to stabilize the numbers, keep building, and uh, yeah, we, see what we, see what the future holds. We just gotta figure out Mike's lighting. It's not part oh, of it's it, bad. The first week, the first week was Mike's internet, but the lighting is just horrendous, and that I don't seriously think adds to it. No, I think it's just the lighting in the thing. Um, the lighting in his room uh, is. It's like it's like it's like a ceiling fan light. Well, that's like, exactly what, he, what it is. Yeah, what he needs is he needs to get some sort of ring light and just have it like you you don't know there's a ring light that's on in my in my video. You don't see it, you don't see the glare from it like in my glasses or anything like that. It's just on sort of in the area and lights the room up. That's what he needs. If he fixes that, it'll look a lot less like he's uh, you know, playing hockey in the 1980s in Canada. Yeah, his the setup is bad. It's not great. It's not the, great. The setup is bad. It's unfortunate. You can't be backlit for this stuff. It no. just doesn't work. Well, and and that sort of like throughout COVID and being on video for work and things like that, like that, you know, I, I sort of ref, I do the uh, I refuse to do video unless absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't necessarily worry about it anywhere near as much. But uh, you know. It, other people in this house have phone calls a lot where they have to be on video and the ring light was just, it was an absolute, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was just an absolute no brainer, uh, to get something like that. And it makes a world, it makes a world of difference on videos. It's what size? Not- oh, I got a whole new rig this week. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about what we've got going. I'm actually kind of doing a test run this week for the, the, uh, studio I want to build in a little cutout that I have downstairs. Ooh. But it's 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 going to be tight. I which can is, imagine. Which is the issue. But I'm doing the test run. Got the... had a, Obviously, I have a ring light as well. Got a, a big 18-inch ring light. Got the TV. I got a TV stand so that I can, you know, 
have a little something a little a little something more interesting in my background as opposed to just shiny wood walls <laughs> or the the dungeon as someone put it i don't know where they're being kept, held hostage but it has nice wood walls and floor to ceiling windows but yeah i got a whole whole setup going on so i'm going to try things out this week we'll see how it works yeah i mean might as well right I did realize that I needed a lot more cable than I thought I did. <laughs> I needed to, because I'm, I got to run both my digital camera and uh, I bought a, I bought a, like a 43 inch TV that I'm using as a third monitor for this. And they both need to be at like 15 feet away from my computer. <laughs> so yeah, I realized I needed to buy a, a bunch of cable. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you hook those types of things up, but I I have to imagine. It's it all just connects yeah. to my computer. Yeah, exactly. So we shall see, Gregory. We shall see. Tried tried to have it in place last week for the my producer role in Better's Delight, but didn't come together in time. Listen, we enjoy you as the producer. It it makes for I know it's a complete waste of your time. Oh, I don't uh, care. It's, it's a Wednesday night. What else am I going to do? Uh, wow. Some people pretended like they have, they've waste, they've, uh, they've given up so many different things for this Wednesday night uh, slot during a giant argument. But um, it's, it's to me like having the producer role, it, it just give it, it adds a little bit. We can correct each other on dumb things and answers. It's great. I enjoy it. We'll figure out someday how to incorporate some of the screen shares that I'm showing the people I'm showing you guys to the people. Yeah, absolutely. Cause some of them are like the one I found where that the dude bent his hand into a cube. Yeah. Like that people should see that. 1000%. 1000% should see that. But I don't, I feel like that's going to require a whole different overlay being built. And we'll see. I mean, the, the new overlay is fantastic. I'm tweaking it a little bit this week. Well, it's not okay. So we've done, we've had it for two weeks. I think it's never been correct. Well, uh, because the first week, the overalls weren't right. And the second week, the, the rundown wasn't correct. That's because Mike stinks. No, it's, it's my well, fault. Cause I had, I had two of them, uh, two similar ones in my template and I worked off the wrong one. Well, we also change rundowns like right before the show and things like that. So we also gave out picks for the UFC, which that event isn't until this upcoming Saturday because mm. we're dumb. And um, I had not mentioned the Gaelic games. Yeah, well, the, well, that's because. So here's the thing: I'm hosting the show. I'm also writing everything down. I'm also I have two screen, three screens open. I'm clicking on a bunch of stuff. I'm writing down picks. The easiest way to do it is to write it down on my phone because yeah. one, it's less noise if I'm typing on the keyboard, and like it's just easier. These idiots text me during the show, but I have notifications. Turned off. They're writing in groups that are in notif like groups uh, that I have on Do Not Disturb, so the notification never appears. Mm -hmm. Like. They're just not very bright guys, well, which probably makes a lot of sense. Well, we, we know that, but <laughs> I need to make a couple of subtle changes. I think we're wasting a little bit of space. I think that left side menu should be a little bit larger. We'll figure some, so I'm going to make a couple changes. Nothing, nothing substantial, but uh, yeah, we'll see. And uh, we'll see what the future holds. If people keep watching, keep listening, we're, you know, keep making them. And, uh, Might as well. I mean, I'm down. It's. I want. I look forward to that time we can get ten dislikes. Listen, if we can get to ten dislikes, I'd be. I'd be more than happy, dude. You know what's funny? You talk about keep watching, and I, I know we're getting towards the end of the show. Yeah. We actually started watching a show, and I have now determined it's. Uh, it's the HBO miniseries. We own this city, right? Okay. I haven't and watched it. John Bernthal. Um, yeah, yeah. I forget. Who Viola Davis, I think. But yeah, made by the guy who made The Wire. Mm -hmm. And so far, three episodes in, very good. I guess it's only six episodes. Um, but I've now figured out that no matter what show we watch, I, I'm never. We you can't please everybody. If it's not if it's not SVU, we can't please everybody. <laughs> Alexa, she is obsessed with SVU. I my. My wife watches it live, like not live, but pretty <laughs> much. She's watching it being filmed. 
it's well, it's like it's like weekly. It's like she will watch the new episode every week, uh, without a doubt. Yeah, Lex. Lex has done a rewatch. Started from the top. And I think she's now in, and no, obviously it's one of those things that's just like one in the background, not being yeah. actively paid attention to all the times, but I think she's in season 18. Listen, SVU is a great show and it's been a great show for a very long time. I'm a big, I dude, uh, back in the day, they would have the marathons on USA. You'd find me watching SVU. I would be there, but I, I just like, you have to like something other than SVU. Just have Damn to. Damn shots fired. Uh, listen, every but every new show we've started within three episodes, there's an issue, and we don't like it, or the, it does this, it does that. So I don't know, I don't know what to watch. I I don't know. We're gonna need something soon. I am gonna I am gonna. Well, okay. So we watched a documentary last night that's on Hulu right now called A Cops and Robbers Story. That is fascinating. If you, really, yeah, like it's. I don't want to give anything away. It's an hour, 25 minutes. You should watch it. I legitimately, everybody everybody should watch it. If you had not said, um, if you hadn't said, uh, documentary, you started with cops and, uh, you said cops. And and I immediately went to cops and Robertson's Mm -hmm. and I was like, Oh, cops and Robertson's let's go. Give me Chevy chase, Jack Palance. Uh This is, Jack Di- Palance. Diane Weist. Uh, Palance, wait, what did I right? say? He said Palance. Yeah, Jack Palance. Palance. It, yes, that is who I'm thinking of. Give me a little co- yeah, cops and Robertsons or cops and Robertsons was a uh, Comedy Central staple back in the day. Mm-hmm. Dude, I miss I miss just old school daytime TV with so much time at home now. Like even when I'm working, just having something on in the background that can be mindless that I don't have to pick. Right, yeah. like. My our our uh, my my sister in law and her fiance made fun of us because on a Friday night at, at a couple weeks ago we just went to Netflix and we hit the random button. There's a random button. It just mm. started playing something, and it was Arrested Development. Perfect. That's it. We watched a couple episodes. We went to bed like that. It's just how that worked, and it couldn't have worked out any better. But like the idea of just going to a channel. And like Comedy Central during the day, uh, back in the day, summers, it would be like uh, stand up comedy, kids in the hall, Saturday Night Live reruns, you know, whatever other shows that they had at the time, like Strangers with Candy, different mm-hmm. things, you know, episodes of South Park reruns, like that kind of stuff. I, I miss those days. I don't need 48 hours of ridiculousness on mm-hmm. uh, on whatever. Like Somehow got, on every day. Yeah. I love The Office. It being on every five minutes on Comedy Central is an, is a lot. Mm-hmm. Same with same with like Seinfeld. I enjoy Seinfeld. I can watch Seinfeld all day, every day. But like, give me some variety. Give me something. I don't know. I'm, I'm maybe I just miss the idea of like episodic television that appeared with like different shows on all the time. Yeah. But I'm not gonna sit around and watch Bob Hart's Abishola followed by like. The neighborhood, or whatever that CBS has on, yeah, it's never yeah, the, any good. Said, well, that um, the dude from the new girl, new girl, and the girl from uh, ugh, the show with Kat Dennings. It was called uh, I don't remember. I know what uh, two broke girls, two broke girls. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, here's what here's how I got to what I was saying though, and I agree with you. We're watching the again a cops and robbers story on Hulu. And I was like, I have to watch The Wire after this. Like, I yeah. have it just have to watch The Wire. So I, I will restart The Wire at some point. I just made it to, uh, I've been rewatching uh, The Simpsons to go to bed. And I just got to um, Burns Get Shot. Who shot Mr. Oh, Burns? Oh, man. So now you're at a real, you're at a real crossroads. Yeah, I just finished, well, the two-parter. The, the second part is the first uh, episode of season seven. And I just just finished that. So I have like, I don't know, what are they on, like season 33 right now? Yeah, 20, I, think, I think 33 just ended. 26 years to go. But I am going to get to a point where I've, I've probably got like 12 years of shows that I've just never seen. So. Yeah, see, that that is the one thing that always intrigues me about a show like that. When there are so many episodes that you just haven't seen, despite being a huge fan of early seasons. Yeah. Like, like to me, going back and doing The Simpsons like that, like, I know the first 
the first few seasons relatively well. Like I was surprised by how little I did. It's because I I went to sleep watching listening to the DVD commentaries for multiple years. But you for but I, and I know the commentaries by heart. But you forget what happens in the actual episodes. That's that's a good point. I had a neighbor who literally VHS recorded like every episode. Um, they had like 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 just VHS and after VHS of yeah. of Simpsons, and I would borrow them and I would watch them. Um, so like I know I know kind of there are some episodes where I just don't remember enough of the details, but like enough that I've seen it. But that's like uh, the Simpsons and Family Guy is another one. Family Guy, the DVD seasons, like the ones that ended up getting it brought back, like those first three seasons, I think is what it was, three, yeah. maybe four. Um, like those episodes, I mean, I could tell you everything. When it first came back, like those first couple seasons, I'm right on it. Once you hit a certain point, though, like I haven't seen anything no. in terms of those episodes in years. I and mean, probably, honestly, even the same with South Park. Nowhere oh, near, for sure. nowhere near, uh, like. Like, you go back to some of the seasons, uh, you know, where it's, like, college age, like, between 2007 and 2010. I know every episode by heart because I watched them so many times. But I can't tell you the last new episode that wasn't, like, a special, like, a pandemic special, that kind of thing. Like, I can't tell you an episode that I've seen more recently. Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's fascinating. All right. Well, that's going to be it for this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. Everyone, turn this off. Go watch a Cops and Robbers story on Hulu. You will not regret it. Uh, I've been Chris Warbordell. He has been Craig Crone. We thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.